Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're going to start in normal fashion with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture we're coming out of is Galatians 6 and 9, and it says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in a due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. Do not give up. Yes, at times it could be hard. Yes, it feels like sometimes that everybody's winning but you. But God says, don't give up. Don't lose heart. Don't lose effort. Keep pushing. It's like when you were in sports and they said, one more mile, two more miles. Let's go. God has something for you. You just got to push through it. Perseverance is a key to blessings because you have to be able to stand the test when you're going through some things. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you right now, God. God, we ask you to be in the midst today, God. Let us be able to truly talk about some things tonight that could be able to set some people free, give some new revelations, and to be able to, to bring peace and bring, bring joy back to homes, God. God, we ask you to be in the midst of to, uh, today's show, God, that you'll be in the midst full heartily, God. Let, let you touch every heart under the sound of my voice, God. Let you be able to break yokes, God. Let you be able to break chains, God, in the name of Jesus. So, God, we just ask you right now to let us be able to teach the unteachable, reach the unreachable, and to be able to enlarge our territory here at Anointed Radio Network, where we could be able to reach out to more people, to be able to go out to the masses, and to be able to really help the people that need to know about you, to need to know about a way of escape, to need to know that you don't have to always be in the certain situation that you were brought in because your story doesn't have to end the way it began. So God, we just thank you, God. We glorify you, God. God, we ask you to just be able to bless the listeners under the sound of my voice. The ones that's listening now are in the podcast, God. Let them be able to have a seed planted where they can say, what can I do to be saved? Let them be able to understand that they, they still can get joy, they still can have peace, that they can still have love, and that you have the answers to be able to get them through. They just have to come to you and be able to surrender and say, God, I need your help. So, God, I just thank you, God. I glorify you. I give you all the glory and all the praise. And we said that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. Like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, all those good things. And you can be able to check out my um, music on all digital platforms. Actually, um, want to do a little kudos. Um, every year, Spotify gives out our wrap up of how we did as an artist. And sometimes you look at some of the wrap ups, you're like, man, that's crazy. I always thank being in the humble beginnings uh, my journey. So um, I just want to shout out to Spotify for keeping a G with my numbers. Amen. And um, um, this year for 2021, I was able to get 60 K streams, 55 K listeners in 83 countries, 18,000 hours. Listen to pastor Jay. So I really appreciate all my fans, supporters, and everybody that is supporting me as an independent artist coming out of Las Vegas. I really appreciate y'all. And from the bottoms of my heart, I really cannot describe of how much 
joy it shows that you know that i'm getting traction because sometimes as an independent artist and a lot of people can understand this if you feel like you put out projects you put your heart into it and you feel like nobody hears it so it was great and a refresher to be able to see those things and i got to definitely say this we're now added in five more countries um on spotify podcasts where they're listening to us and we went up 28 percent on spotify podcasts where more people are listening and last year we had 48 episodes so with that being said just know we're out here putting content for you to be able to better help you to bear give you information to have the people you love on the show so that they can be able to tell you about their story and give you a little words of wisdom uh, one thing i wanted to definitely say is um, all my vegas people i want you to know that if you're in the building on friday Y'all need to be in the building for the Leandria Johnson experience. It's going to be at New Jerusalem at um, New Jerusalem Worship Center, 1818 North MLK Boulevard, um, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, right now, you can be able to get tickets to me. I have six tickets left, um, six tickets at a discounted price because at the door, it's $40. So if you do need tickets if you're in las vegas let me know um leandria johnson jakari postro um majesty uh majesty Par uh pearson and um tiffany andrews it, so many more and a lot of local talent that's going to be there so it's going to be a great turnout Definitely make sure if you're in Las Vegas that you come check out Leandria where she could be able to sing Deliver Me to You so that you could see it live and personal because I know that song that got me some places too. Now that I didn't uh, pay the bills for Anointed Radio. And if you do have any type of announcements here in Las Vegas, definitely hit us up at lvanointedradionetwork.com. No, lvanointedradio at gmail.com. And um, DM us at LV Anointed Radio on our, our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page. Definitely let us out so we can say your announcements that's happening in your city or in the town. And um, one thing I definitely want to say is make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Make sure if you have not, make sure you share, like, subscribe um, right now share the uh share the wealth with knowing with today's topic i believe it's very important that we talk about this because we go through so many holiday seasons and nobody really talks about it so god let let it on my heart with a very heavy burden to be able to say this um this year and talk about this a lot of people talk about christmas and joy but we have to talk about you know how to uplift our brothers and sisters so we'll begin into that after music break but um shout outs to all the missing co-hosts uh, Dr. Clay, Marvinetta Clay, everybody's favorite auntie, um, Clay Marvinetta uh, on Instagram, or you can check her at drmarvinettaclay.com. You can check out um, Chris Johnson at singchrisj or singchrisj.com or on his social media platforms and Chiquita Andrews, where you can check her out on Chiquita Andrews on all social media platforms and check out her book, Train to Be Broken But Is Unbroken. Now we have our sports analysts coming to the stage miss boss barbie and we got ben jamming since 93 big ben go ahead and tell them where they can find you 
Hey, everybody. Um, hope everybody's having a good day or a great week. And um, you guys know you can find me at boss2 underscores Barbie on Instagram and Twitter. Um, make sure you follow my business page at check.rock. Um, we raising awareness around mental health, suicide, and bullying. And um, it's been a lot of tragic news uh, lately surrounding all three of those topics. So um, let's just keep doing what we can to let people know that they're not alone and that they have somebody to turn to. And that's all Check Rock is. We just the army of people that's trying to be there for everybody whenever they need somebody or they feel like they don't have anybody. So make sure you guys tune in and um, make sure you follow me on my personal pages as well, because, you know, I'm posting all the updates for sports and everything. Amen. Ben. Ah, uh, Ben. Ben. Uh, oh. he's, he's jamming right now. He's 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 jamming. He's definitely jamming. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not going. Well, everybody, make sure you follow. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, you hear okay. me now? Yeah. Yes. Hear me now? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Follow me on Instagram and also Facebook at Ben underscore jamming. This is 93, for the 90s babies all day. Also, me and my wife, we do a podcast about relationships, single, married, Anything like that, uh, we uh, talk about all types of subjects. Follow us at Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast. Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go into Boss Barbie's favorite part, sports announcements. Hey, uh, so um, before we get started today, um, I just want to pay homage um, to Nathan Valencia, who passed uh, last week. Um, while participating in a boxing charity event at UNLV. Um, the community has already mourned uh, a loss of multiple young people in this city uh, as of late. And um, this is the latest tragedy that has struck our community. So um, prayers up to his family and um, friends and everybody that's involved in this uh, situation. Um, they held the visual for him the other day. That was really nice. And um, yeah, I just hope they get to the bottom of everything that happened with that situation. Um, but moving on, but we'll stay with the UNLV Rebels. Shout out to the ladies vo volleyball team. I actually had a chance to check out their match last week. They competed in a Mountain West championship against Boise State. Um, they had to beat uh, University of New Mexico and Colorado State, which is the number one team in the tournament, um, just to get there. And um, unfortunately, they fell short, but they are still competing uh, for a national championship in uh, Tuscan, Arizona. So Friday, they play against New Mexico State um, University and winner moves on. But if you lose... That's it. So um, best of luck to those ladies. And, um, yeah, keep dominating. Uh, on to the ladies uh, basketball team before I get to the men's. Uh, they have won today. They had a game today against Utah Valley, and they won 73-63, improving their record to a very impressive 5-2. and two. And, um, yeah, 
they're on a two-game win streak. Um, the only team that's doing better than them in the Mountain West right now is Colorado State. So um, good job, ladies. Good win. Um, over to the men's side of the playing field. Um, they did not have such success today. Um, they lost to SMU 83-64. to And those guys have actually been on somewhat of a losing streak themselves. They haven't um, after such a strong start to the season, they've actually dropped their last two games. So um, just hoping those guys turn it around and, you know, keep grinding. Um, they had a really close game against Wichita State, which they lost by one point. And, um, yeah, they, they bounced back. But, um, yeah, they, they got waxed by UCLA the other day. So, um, you know, it's a lot of growth still left to go in that program and a lot of excitement. So make sure y'all continue to support the Rebels and the ladies as well, y'all. Like, everybody's doing big things for this uh, city not um, in the collegiate level. Uh, Thanksgiving, the Raiders have brought home the winning turkey. And I know <laughs> Pastor Jay was very excited. I actually had the chance to watch the game with my dad, who is another diehard Raiders fan. So I made he was fun of all the Dallas fans out there. I'm, I'm sure all of did. them. I had to interrupt. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt <laughs> because my father is a Dallas cowboy fan and he was here for Thanksgiving. And it was oh. very fun to see him squirm at a field goal that we had to kick four times to win. But <laughs> back to the normal music. No, no. Um, it was a great game. Very exciting. It was a, a much needed win for the Raiders organization after everything that they've been through. And um, the fan base can finally relax a little bit, everybody. <laughs> you got to win. And um, now let's just focus on the Washington uh, football team this uh, Sunday. And um, let's get another win, like, at home this time, you know. Let's, let's pay off that, that billion-dollar stadium we playing in, okay. Let's bring some wins in there. <laughs> um, moving on to the Golden Knights. Uh, they lost – the other uh, they lost Saturday to the Oilers, um, so you know they're still fighting through injuries and everything. So uh, their next game is Friday against the Coyote. Actually, no, their next game is today. Um, they're playing right now against the Ducks, and right now it's zero zero. So um, hopefully they get the dub. And um, yeah, uh, I I pray for them and everybody that has injuries that's going on over there. They've been dealing with a lot as well so um yeah a lot of sports a lot of news shout out to the las vegas aces jackie young was uh actually featured in a uh, promo ad for puma today with some other greats like skylar diggins and brianna stewart so that was uh something pretty good for the organization and herself so yeah a lot of boss moves being made on and off the playing field and everything and you know i'm just glad that i'm on top of all of that <laughs> Amen. So that's your sports. Make sure you check out all Las Vegas sports and um, be able to support them because it's needed. That's our teams represent. We got Dr. Clay in the building. Everybody just wanted to put that out there. We got hey. Dr. Marvinetta Clay, the love child that just came into the building, y'all. And we got Ben coming back with the good Wi-Fi. Amen. Praise God. We So we are going to go into my favorite segment and then after that we're going to change it up a little bit and we're going to go and ben's going to do a segment um right after the music break y'all and um y'all know what to what today is 
Do y'all know what today is? December 1st. December 1st, y'all. It's your anniversary. It's your... No, it ain't my anniversary. <laughs> it's somebody. But it's 24 days till Christmas, and you know what that is. Oh, here come the Christmas music. We'll see you guys in a minute. <laughs> dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know Where those treetops listen And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow The snow So then I, I, I am dreaming Of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days be merry and bright May all your Christmases be white I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And the children listen to hear
Come on, clap your hands, clap, clap, clap your hands. Hey! For the king on Bethlehem's plane, gold I bring the crown in the game. He's the king forever, feasting ever over us all to reign. Yes, I would. Heat it up, add 
as I should. I'm from San Diego, never been to the snow. East Coast overdue, yeah, buddy, time to go. Grab your boo, show some love, give your family lots of hugs. Granny cooking, mmm, good. Yeah, we about to grub. Flights landing in the town, eggnog is going down. This winter playing now, bumping through your speakers loud. Hey, no greater love than the bug. Remember, remember God is. Jingle jingle bells, jingle jingle bells, jingle jingle bells, jingle jingle bells. Winter's coming near, my dear. Winter's coming near, my dear. There's no better season than this. There's no better season than this. This winter. Marshmallow roasted, waterfalls flowing. Haven't seen my cousin in your little rally growing. We live in our best life. Good vibes all night. No babysitting, no adults, no tonight. Guess who my brother brought? My childhood crush. And we may fall in love, both single. Something everyone coupled up, God bless the marriage. Nothing better than love y'all bless the habit. Time to play some games, let's have some fun. Who on my team? My team already won. Who on my team? My team already won. Domino, my team already won. Jingle, jingle bells, jingle, jingle bells, jingle, jingle bells, jingle, jingle bells. Coming near, my dear. Winter's coming near, my dear. There's no better season than this. There's no better season than this. This winter. Yeah, this winter, love on somebody, forgive somebody, and make sure you take care of yourself this winter. Happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays, happy holidays. Thinking about the times I missed you throughout the years. I've been away for far too long. Missing my family and friends, and now my mother's gone. So many nights I should have called. All the birthdays and reunions. Hadn't been home since my baby's graduation. It really hurts so bad. Has me feeling low. That's why for Christmas this year I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yeah. I don't wanna be alone this year. I'm coming home. Cause I miss my babies. And I miss my mama. Oh, 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 oh. Chestnuts roasting on the open fire. Frosty's playing with the kids. They're so happy, says their biggest smiles. It's their favorite time of yeah. year. Yeah. Uh -huh. The kids will laugh and play. 
and sing that Rudolph song. They stinking eggnog and guesses on the phone. These things I miss so much, staying away so long. That's why for Christmas this year, I'm coming home. Coming home for Christmas, y'all. It's Christmas holiday, holiday, happy holiday cheer. This is Pastor Jay. We're back on Anointed Radio. Make sure you share, like, subscribe, share with your friends, tag some people. And we're going to be talking about a deep topic. It, I think it has touched multiple families since the pandemic. It even tripled. So I definitely wanted to talk about this going into the holiday season. And with that being said, uh, before we do that, we're going to have um, Ben come in and he's going to give us a snippet from his podcast, but, uh, but I'm, I'm going to let him say it because I was about to chop all that up. Go ahead, Ben. We're going to go ahead and go into your segment, and you're going to give some uh, marriage advice to the people. So with that being said, everybody, Ben. Yes, and uh, thank you so much for the music. I appreciate it. It sets the mood right. So um, this holiday season, uh, we get wrapped up in yeah in 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 what I'm gonna get my wife, what am I gonna get my husband, how am I gonna make them happy? We get uh really really uh, enwrapped in that. Um, my word of advice tonight is the best gift you can give them is. And to reiterate, to reiterate, just in case you didn't hear, he said the best thing to actually give in the holiday season, married folks, is time. No matter, no matter how much, no matter how much you think that gifts will pay off been said to make sure you give up time amen and um yeah that's deep because i think one thing that you can't give back and you can't really offer is time and with that being said bringing everybody back onto the stage y'all and um so we're gonna just i guess you could say rip the band-aid off so we're talking about loneliness and suicide um i brought this up today because it goes hand in hand with holidays um last year i lost 
um, a friend I served in the military with um, to this during the holiday season. And then um, I want to say about, I think, four years ago, a good childhood friend took his life around this time as well. And um, it's it's affects affects just more than just the person affects people in general that were there and had memories and you know and a lot of times we we kind of kill ourselves with the whole what if shoulda coulda you know what what a guy could have did and it tortures a lot of people of saying you know what what can i done to stop this outcome right so um one thing i would say is this um Let's first go into this. I, I wanted to just kind of give five tips about how Christians should cope with loneliness. And um, the first one is this remembering that God is with you. God never left you nor forsake you. So God is with you, even in the times where you feel like you're all alone. Sometimes God push those distractions, those people, those those things out the way so you could talk to the source. But you have to remember that God is with you in those times where you feel like you're by yourself. And, you know, I know I'm not the only one who's called all these people in times when you were just down and out and you're just like, man, I need someone to talk to. And every time you call somebody, no one answered. And then when you finally realized the clue that God was saying, talk to me, I got you. A lot of times we have to realize that we can't go based off validation or people around us. We got to remember to go to God. God has been talking to you this whole time. You just haven't been listening. Second thing I want you to know is reconciliation and restore broken relationships. Us as Christians should be able because time is short and no, no one um, is promised to live forever. So we should, Aim to always reconcile and restore broken relationships. If it's family, if it's uh, significant others, if it's children, you know, or even friends, it, you should restore that because you know that a lot of times that's what brings a lot of times you're feeling lonely because you feel like all these relationships that have been broken and you start getting a stigma and all these things in your head and the enemy will use all that to be a playground for your um for your insecurities and your emotions so definitely reconcile and restore broken relationships to help you cope with your loneliness and the third one is reach out to others for none of us to live for ourselves alone and none of us to die for ourselves alone romans 14 and 7 you need somebody. I need you. You need me. We're all part of God's family. But I know a lot of times it's easier said than done. When you're going through something, you need somebody. Because sitting by yourself is what the enemy wants you to do. Because the enemy is like a roaring lion, roaring lion looking for someone that he can devour. And if you ever looked at animals on Plant Animal Channel, the predators... Always isolate the sick, the young, the old. A lot of times when we're going through those moments, predators, the enemy tries to get you by yourself. Because if you were surrounded by people that love you and truly is trying to uplift you and bring you through, he would not be able to prevail. But God got you. 
One thing that you have to do too is retrain your thinking when being alone. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed, Luke 5 and 16. When you're in those times, meditate. Put your mind on God. Say, God, what am I supposed to learn from this? And then listen. If you sit in a dark room and listen to God, he'll answer you. He's been talking this whole time, but he didn't want to interrupt you because you've been, you know, telling him about all the stuff you've been stressing about. Start retraining your thinking instead of being alone and doing idle thoughts and going into bad places and 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 making all these assumptions of what things are happening. Start going to those dark places to be able to talk to God free of distraction, like a prayer closet. Your prayer closet could be any place where you could be able to remove yourself and get your you and Jesus time. Number four. Rest in God's assurance and presence for seasons of being alone. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Psalms 25 and 16. Don't be anxious because of these lonely times, because God could be prepping you in these moments to elevation. And in these moments, he has to get ready. It's just like a surprise party. I guess that's the best way I could I could do it for you. God is setting you up. And sometimes he has to get you away from certain things to deal with you so that you could be mentally ready. Have you ever seen an athlete? An athlete all the time has to be able to go somewhere and regroup. So when you retrain your thoughts, it's it, now you have to be able to rest assured that God got you there in that season of being alone for a reason. And the reason why you haven't got out of it yet is because it's not time. There's a season of it. So do not be tired of well-doing. Do not grow weary of it because there's going to be a time that you reap. Don't lose heart. And the last one, number five, being alone versus being lonely. As a believer in Jesus Christ, we could take heart that will uh, never be alone. God is, is and will always be with us throughout eternity. We also could be encouraged that he allows seasons of loneliness to prune and prepare us for next steps of our journey. We are not forsaken, but rather loved deeply enough to have time of restoration, healing with our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's sometimes where he got to remold you. He got to kind of put the reset. God's trying to reset you in these moments when you starting to feel like, man, I, I need somebody. Guess what? God's saying it's coming. But trust me, lean not to your own understanding, but trust me with all your heart. So I, I, those are the five things before going to suicide. I just wanted to leave that um, those five things and uh, bring it back to the table about loneliness. And one thing that I think, and um, just open and this opens up for open discussion. One thing that I think about with loneliness is that I feel like the enemy tries to isolate the people he know are a threat. Have you ever noticed people that are not a threat to 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 the devil's plan? They got all these people around. They really don't do nothing. So it's just like the enemy's like, nah. But his chosen folk are talked about. His chosen folk are isolated. His chosen folk can't never keep people around because some way, somehow, it seems like we end up on our own. And God prunes us of certain people because a lot of times I know I've prayed God, take the people that are not for me out of my circle or from around me. And guess what happens? 
He does it. Then you forget <laughs> that you prayed that. And then you sit here like, where all my friends go? Where are, where are my associates and, and people I, I kick? Where, where they at? Why am I at the house by myself? Well, you told me get all the people that was plotting on you when you weren't in the room. You told me to get all those people that was uh, stopping you from opportunities. You told me to prune you of people that meant ill will from you. That's why I keep putting you by yourself because we're chosen. When God chooses you, it's you. he's very particular about you because of the gift that cultivates inside your life. So I feel that a lot of times that you're you get in those isolated moments because God is trying to get you refocused so that when you get back into the crowd, you know where your strength comes from. Um, anybody um, and now open to anybody, which what do y'all think? <laughs> well, um, you know, the thing that I know is that when you are um, when you are alone, of course, most people will look at it as a um, a negative place to be. And I mean, you know, I've been there, we all been there sometime or another. Um, but the thing of it is, is like what you said, it's, it's a time that God is working on you. That means he has your undivided attention that you are not being bombarded and not having your, your attention somewhere else. Cause you know, God is somebody, he's a jealous God. That's what he said. He's a jealous guy. He said, thou shalt have no other God before me. And that's not saying that you have a God before them. But sometimes some people get so lost in people and they forget about God. Let's just be real. Forget about God because you're so caught up in emotions. And what God is trying to do, and not trying, but what he is doing and what he will do, he will get you to yourself. And and yes, you will start speaking some things like you just said, but you got to be careful in what's coming out of your mouth, because once you're speaking into the atmosphere, it's no pulling back from it. You speak it and so it shall be. Um, but, you know, loneliness tends to, you know, some. You, you, I'm at a point now where I don't even look at it bad. I don't look at it negative. I look at it at a place of me just being me. And where I could have that one-on-one -on -one time with God and I can have that one-on-one -on -one time with myself. So that way, as I continue to build and as God continues to make me and as he continues to strengthen me, that when he does connect me with people, I mean, I'm, I'm around folks. Yes, I am. But there are so many, many other folks that God wants to connect me to. And how can I do anything when I get to that point if I'm not together myself? So what God does, he gets you in a place where he got to get your mind ready because your mind is a battleground by itself. And once that mind can be intact, everything else can follow. But if that mind is everywhere and it's not steady and it's not being fed and it's not being in a place where it's no, it's secure, it's going to be all over the place, which will make you as a person all over the place. So loneliness to me is not a bad place. It's actually a good place. And it's not loneliness. It's just you being sad, steadfast. You're being unmovable. That's really what you do. That's where you where you where you really at. And you're in a place of not a confinement, but you're in a place of, of making. You're in a place of being made. And I won't lie, yeah, sometimes it don't feel good. Yeah, you want to be around other folks. And yeah, you want to be able to talk to other people. But that's not sometimes what God wants. God just wants you to be still. And while you're being still, 
believe me, God is already up to something, but you got to know how to be still. And so, but a lot of people don't take that, especially around this time, this time of the year, because some people don't have family members no more. Some people don't have their loved ones, you know, their husband, their wife, um, you know, different things. And those things kind of come up in people's minds and reminds them of not not the happy times, but the negative time, because most people will take the negative more so than the good times. And they look at the death instead of the life. You know, and this is a season where a lot of people will look at that because they feel like, oh, this person ain't here. I wish they was here. It ain't the same. But you got to make it be. So I'm, I'm always saying my, my my famous quote that I love, who, who my person, I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. That's my famous quote to myself. And, and it's not being facetious or being uh, strong-minded, but it's an encouragement that I'm going to make whatever it is that God gives me, do what it do. And whatever that is that God wants us to do, it will happen. And that's how I look at it. But everybody's not right there. Every, some people are in a place where they just don't know. And the only reason why they don't know is because they're not around that that can encourage them. The word of God can encourage you. People that has good uh, uh, um I want to say character and uh, personality, you know, those that are positive, those kind of things can encourage you. And then you got to surround yourself around positive influence, you know, because every time I turn on this computer and I'm put, looking at Internet Explorer, all I see is negative. Every time I turn, every time it goes to another page, I see nothing but death. Every time it goes to another page, I see that somebody got robbed, somebody got killed, somebody got this. And it takes a toll on people. Because that's what it's designed to do. And that's what the enemy is designed to do. He's, de he's, de he's designed to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he uses. He uses all kinds of influences to do that. So this is a season where we have to push a little harder. Because after Christmas comes a new year. You live to see a new year? Come on now. Somebody didn't make it. Why not rejoice? I'm just saying. So that's all I'm saying. Can't hear you. Amen. <laughs> and um, but what one thing I wanted to say this too, and this is for anybody that's going through a lonely period, and this is something that God revealed to me that He considered you enough to fix you. And what that mean in the pandemic, we got a little um a little snippet of it, we got a little bit of sense of it where God kind of put us there to reset, but some people did not get the message in that situation. And what that means is this. Um, I feel that a lot of times when we are going through lonely periods, God is trying to get us to understand us because a lot of times we go by titles. We go through all these situations. We go through all of this stuff that keeps us busy, but we still don't understand who we are what's our purpose what do we like take away every title away from you take away all the things that you personally are going through and figure out what makes me happy because those things lead into why a lot of people have issues um with these type of any type of relationships because they don't know what makes them happy they don't know what standard of how people should treat them what their standard is in general as a person so i i look at this situation very important because god is trying to sit you down to see who 
you are. He's trying to reintroduce you to you. And we cannot keep moving from that point and not understanding where we're coming from. You know, where are we coming from? We come from God. Okay, God made you beautifully, wonderfully made. That's cool. What's your purpose? What do you like? It's just kind of like when you see people that jump from relationship <laughs> to relationship because mm-hmm. they they can't be by themselves mm-hmm. because yeah. they have so many times where they're just like, I, I need to have someone to, to not have, I guess you could say be as a distraction so that you don't have to deal with the man in that mirror, that woman in the mirror that you're, you're, you're going through because there's a lot of stuff that's so that's not, un, that's not done as, as a whole. Right. And one thing that I wanted to put with that is that I, I read this quote that really was deep to me. It says all relationships have one law. And I mean, all relationships, mother and son of uh, father and daughter, uh, husband and wife, um, family members, friends during this season. I want you to remember this. Never make the ones you love feel alone, especially when you're there, because if they left tomorrow, it would bother you. You know, your problems can't be more. You can't keep putting your problems first. Everybody got problems. Everybody has problems. I'm going to just nip that in the bud, but it takes nothing to consider somebody else. It takes this little effort to say, you good? You okay? I'm here. You know, it's, some, it's sad that so many times we see people that, that, you know, they didn't fix that relationship, which I was talking about reconciliation and remending relationships. Um, and then when that person passed away, then you have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and, and oh, man, I wish I could have fixed it. You are here still. I know it's hard for people to deal with conflict. I know I have issues with it, but you have to get to a point where you realize what's more important. Would you rather fix something while you can or regret it while you can't? And I, I and, and us as Christians, we should be, we, how can you ask God to forgive you and you can't forgive others? That part. How can you really do that? And we got to be to the point where we're being the change. I've already talked about this in so many sermons. We, as Christians, we can't be petty. That's a worldly trait. As Christians, we can't cut people off. That's a worldly trait. What happened if God cut you off? He know exactly all the things you did, but you're still here. You're still blessed. He's still helping you out. So it's to the point where I truly am telling you, God is trying to get you to, to, to see things, to see the lesson. Whatever that lesson is, it it might be of purpose. It might be that you need to fix some things. It might be that you need to have more time with him. But you have to get to a point of understanding that. Boss Barbie, what do you think? Um, I actually, uh, I found that I do love being alone. Like, um, it wasn't until I finally had a chance to be by myself that I got to know myself and acknowledge things about myself that I hadn't uh, noticed or even thought to, you know, notice about myself. And um, I just think that it's really good to get that alone time with yourself and your thoughts and, you know, God, because like literally you, you get a lot of answers that you need to hear um, versus the answers that you want to hear when you have outside people 
you know, coming in and, you know, trying to put in a two cent and stuff about a situation that they don't really fully understand. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, I found myself like, you know, now that I didn't moved out here and everything, I don't really have much time to be alone. Like I, I used to love so much. So it's like, I do things like I I may sit in the car for a little bit, you know, when I get home from work, you know, I might go to the mountains and just sit there by myself for a a few minutes after a workout or something like, because I realized like that little moment of a long time, like that I was missing out on, like it really makes a difference. Like it makes me refresh. It makes me start over. Um, it makes me, you know, get into another gear, you know, to keep grinding and keep working hard or whatever the case may be. And um, um, I actually had a moment alone with myself, like right before my birthday. And I don't know what happened, but I transformed and, you know, things have been even lighter on me since then. So I just think that, um it's it's a time that we all do need and like you said you know uh let people know that you're there for them and your problems aren't bigger than anybody else's because everybody does have problems but like don't sit here and like try to be there for somebody over and over and you know they're not giving that same reciprocation back to you like you know if you're not getting the same love and attention back like don't waste your energy on checking on those people because obviously you know they rather have it from someone else like or they rather stay in that that funk and you know not really want to get out of it so um yeah man like take your time alone to uh, have some time to yourself. Like it is very healthy. Um, and you'll, you'll find a lot, you'll actually be in tune with a lot of things. Like, like if you missing somebody, like I know a lot of uh, friends that have lost parents uh, in the past couple years. And actually my friend's mom just passed yesterday. And, you know, that really hit me because like, I literally remember, our time together alone without my friends around, you know, her daughter or whatever. And, you know, it just really stuck with me, like how she really like made sure to like, let me know that she cared about me and uh, she cared about the things that I was going through. And she gave me some really good helpful advice that I still stick with me right now. So yeah, man, like love your people while they're here. And even when they gone, they're not really gone. They're always with you. They are always with you. Amen. And I definitely wanted to address, we had a comment from Anton saying that um, in therapy from licensed clinician, uh, clin- clinician. There you go. Y'all got them big words. I went, <laughs> I, I went to college. And all that stuff. It's Whatever. <laughs> one thing I wanted to say is that it's true because I actually put into my chat, um, fake Kent saved my life. Um, mm-hmm. He is my therapist. He's put, he has helped me process a lot of things he's taught me about meditation he's taught me how to really um let some things go because we hold on things you know and um sometimes we have to get to a point where we seek help seek helping you know especially in the black community black community is not it doesn't seem so popular but you got to seek help people that actually can help you 
get through these things and be able to give you the tools because you could talk to somebody, but if they don't give you tools, as soon as you go back home, you don't feel like nothing changed, but you need somebody to be able to give you the tools. And I definitely wanted to shout out uh, fake Kent. He's definitely helped me in all aspects of from singing to, to uh, my own mental well being to even um, fixing past trauma which causes loneliness again, because sometimes we, and this is from personal experience. We, we, we do not want to open ourselves up to people because of past hurt. Mm -hmm. And we feel like, man, if I just close my circle off, I won't get hurt. I don't have to feel for them. I don't have to worry about them. If they let me down, it doesn't hurt. And that's past trauma that a lot of us have not unpacked since childhood. So it's just like, um, Go get help. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And um, And I want to just piggyback on what you said, too. Um, You know, faith, someone that I've been dealing with, I don't even know how many years now. It's been many years now. Um, But I will say that he came at a place where I was really lost and didn't even know I was lost. And that's what a lot of people um, don't even want to take ownership as to where you're at. They, they won't even admit that they have an issue. Um, and, and sometimes a lot of people don't even know, but they want to make it like they all together. I, you know, I'm, all, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm okay. And you know, you're hurting on the inside. You know, you want to cry. You know, you want to release, you know, you know, you want to say, do something to just get that off of you, but you're too pumped up and too um, big and bold to say, you know, that you have an issue. And one thing I can say about fake Kent, um, he don't he don't deal with everybody, but when God tells him to deal with you, he deals with you. And um, it's it's not just a licensed clinician or anything like that. But I can say this. Um, he definitely knows how to get to the very core of what the situation is. You may act like you all good and then God to tell him now fix this. And you'll be like, well, how did you know that? Because the spirit told him what to tell you. And I've seen that happen over and over, not just in my singing. I mean, he has done tremendous work with me for my singing, but my mental clarity, especially when I lost my mom to suicide. Yeah, that was a big help in so many ways. And when you talked about it, Boss Barbie, about the mountains, I had that experience as well. Um, And I had never, ever thought about anything like that. But I was going through some situ- that situation, and um, one thing he, he, he stressed to me was that we are made of dirt. We are really made of dirt because that's where we're going to return to dirt, he said, but we are connected to the earth. We are so connected to the earth, and when you stand in the midst of dirt uh, by the tree or anything, you're definitely connected, and when you close your eyes and meditate, there's a total surrenderance of peace that's that just comes and calms everything down. But the mountains is a whole nother ball game by itself. Because when you're up there, it's like nothing, not no other feeling, no other place that you would really want to be at. It's literally and, like uh, the most peaceful place ever. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And even when you talk about the car, I love sending my car. <laughs> I love sitting in my car. I sit there, I sit there till I fall asleep sometimes because it's so quiet and yeah. it's like, you don't, you don't hear the outside noise. Mm-hmm. You don't hear much of anything. You just quiet and you're being still. So back to the same thing as what I said before, 
people are so busy, they don't know how to be still. That's the whole thing. They don't know how to be still. And if they were to be still, don't you know this world would be so much better? But we got so many busy bodies and busy bodies causes chaos. You know, it causes chaos in so many ways because you're not rooted and you're not grounded. I'm, I'm, I'm just stop that because yeah you know and I, I believe I, mean, I believe that one thing that we have to know is we have to enjoy the life that we have mm. you know tomorrow's not promised and um, we have to be able to actually live the moment not rush the moment a lot of times we rush to go to the next thing we have all these plans agenda and we're like you said a busybody and when you rush through things you don't appreciate things so you stop seeing the things that you actually do have and you start feeling like I don't have nobody that I don't have nobody to help me. I have no. And before you know it, you're, you're so deep into your head. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you have to get mental clarity and really just sit there and, 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 and meditation, meditation. I'm going to tell you right now, it says in the Bible that we're supposed to meditate, meditate and pray. day and night. <laughs> so, and, and one thing that I, I, you don't see common is meditation because they took a whole new spin on it and, and, and made it something else. But if you're meditating and, and, and stillness, meaning that you're, you're listening, you know, we talk a lot, but we don't sit and listen. We, we, when we pray, we're talking and we're, te- and we're, and we're just going, going, going. And we never get to a point where we can just sit down and just hear from God, read his word and hear from God and just in stillness. So it suicide. I wanted to go into this because like I said, in the beginning of the show, I lost a friend I served with and a childhood friend to suicide around this time. And it is really big. That's why I always tell people nothing is too big for you to go and fix it. You know, to, like I said, I'm going to say it again. Tomorrow is not promised. If it wasn't for a support system for me, there will be no Pastor Jay. Because I could tell you right now, being in my trance, you know, trance, uh, I guess you could say, uh, I can't even say the words because I'm just. Transition. Uh, no, not even transition, but transparent um, okay. moment where I just feel like when I came out the military, transitioning as a soldier is hard. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to nobody because transitioning as a soldier, which I, I'm an advocate to be able to promote, to be able to save as many soldiers that come out and to be able to, you know, give give a voice. I've been there. I've lost friends to the same situation. You get off base. You lose your situation. You know, you don't have a house anymore. You don't have a job anymore. And then half the time it's hard for veterans to come out and get a job. It's hard to find housing. I couldn't even get food stamps if I wanted to, but I served this country. And it was a time where it was so dark where I thought about taking my life. And if it wasn't for me to sit down and think and you know my aunt sa- saved me a lot because I was on the phone with her before I really had those dark thoughts and I sat there and I I, I read this scripture because I said God I need you to tell me something I, and I didn't even like go to Google I just had my Bible and I opened it and I'll never forget it and I've never heard it be so cliche uh, when I read it but to me it was brand new and it was Jeremiah 29 11 where he says I have hope I have no evil intent for you I have hope joy and a future and that part future stood out to me because I'm like he has no evil intent for me so if he doesn't have an evil intent for me then who is this telling me to do this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why, why am I in this moment of feeling like this is the only way out? 
And then I got angry because I, I am a I'm competitive person. So I'm sitting here like, man, the devil trying to take me out because I'm obviously promised something. I'm obviously meant for something. I obviously have a purpose because I learned when I first came to church that the devil does not hold anybody back that he's not scared of. Mm-hmm. And it it was that scripture in Jeremiah 29, 11, where he told me that he had no evil intent, that he has joy, hope, that part, hope. If you know Star Wars, you're, you're my only hope. God was my only hope in that moment. And he said he had a future for me. And that right there was able to help me. And then with my support system, suicide is real. You don't, it it takes nothing to be nice to somebody. That's why I hate. And I say it with a passion. You're not even supposed to say, I hate hate people treating people the way that they wouldn't want to be treated. You sit here and you, you say that you love people, but you treat people so badly. And then when you want, then you get sad when something happens, you don't know what goes through people's minds. It takes nothing to be nice to somebody. It takes nothing to to care for somebody. It's not saying spend money because that's not what people ask for. It's not saying to be able to, you know, take them on trips. No, it's simply caring. If Jesus came down, it would be so depressing. He would sit here and just wonder if people care. It's like we're so desensitized. I know the social media stuff makes us so kind of anti-social, but it can't, it gets to the point where we have to get back to the basics. We learned this in kindergarten. Be caring. Don't hit each other. Don't talk mm-hmm. about each other. We learned the basics of life and life skills in kindergarten, and we forgot all that as adults because we always want to get somebody back. We always want to have some type of pride, which it's only hurting you at the end of the day. It's only hurting you. And I know, you know, Dr. Clay talked a little bit. I want to kind of go back to Dr. Clay um, with that process, but I know with me dealing with it myself, it wasn't an easy process and it wasn't an overnight process. It was, it was things that I had to do to keep me positive in those situations. And sometimes you got to cut certain people off that just are negative. And what I mean by cut them off is stop giving them the keys to you and the power power over you. Mm -hmm. Cut that, that, that source off. If they say it, let it roll off your back. Don't let it emotionally get you. So, you know, tied into it. Um, Dr. Clay, go ahead. Kind of. And I, um, I want you to kind of go a little more in depth because I know this really hit home for you. Well, it always does, you know, um, <clears throat> the thing about that I've learned about suicide and, and even to today, you know, I still deal with um, friends that still speaks um, that they don't want to be here, you know, and as a friend, when I hear that and I know they're not in their right mind when they're saying it at the time, I'm like, no, I'm your friend and I'm not going to let you keep speaking that out of your mouth, first of all. You're not going to keep speaking it because the power of life and death is in your tongue. So we're going to cut that off and we're going to strive to speak something better. And 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 honestly, when that conversation, it turns around, I, I it's like the most release I could ever have because I wasn't there when my mother committed suicide. I was living here and I didn't know how bad my mom was in her depression because that's what led to it. I didn't know how bad it was. Um, I knew of it. 
but I didn't know that it was that bad. Um, I knew it was something anytime you go from having conversation um, for hours at a time to only five minutes. And that alone tells you something that's really going on. Um, but to have to experience that, um, it's, it leads, like, like what you said earlier, Jay, is that it's not just a person committing suicide, but it's the after fact, it's the aftermath. And what leaves for the family, what leaves for the loved ones, what leave um, so much so to is you're asking a question, why? Pretty much. And when the person is talking about suicide and want to commit suicide and some that does go through it, they don't think about that. They're not thinking about who the hurt that's going to be left for your family, what they're going to deal with. They're not thinking about none of that because their mindset is where it's at. And their mindset is like, okay, I don't want to be here no more. I'm done. This is it. Period. Point blank. My mother committed suicide. She didn't just commit suicide. She, She really had that planned out. She actually had two guns that she had in the bed and one without the lock and one with the lock and the one that did not have the lock. She silenced it. This is how you know she still was in her right mind some kind of way when you could take a pillow to your head and silence the sound and make sure nobody else heard it. I'm just saying, you know, um, but to the point, the aftermath is where it all goes because my niece who had to find my mom the way she was with her brain splattered everywhere and to see, you know, she's all cold and, you know, and all that kind of stuff and see the guns every year around the date that my mother passed July 13th, it plays in her head every year. And she hates when that day comes. And so I've learned that when people decide to do that, um, it's, it's a bad aftermath and, and what it does, it leaves for some, because some people can be healed and some people can get through it. But then there's other like my niece who has that replay every time, every year, every time it comes up. She hates the day that it even comes, July 13th, no matter what day it falls on. And so I say, even like now for me, if somebody comes to me talking about they're tired, they want to give up. They want to throw on a towel. They don't feel like they've been here. I strive to speak life into them. That's that's my whole goal is to speak life and tell them that there are so much more uh, for them to do. And they are more important. Uh, they are important. And, and to let them know that I love them as their friend. I love them and I want you to live. And, and so far since I've been doing that, it has helped. Now they still may come again because it has happened. They still may come again and it, say it's it again. It's not a one done thing. It's not yeah. a one done thing. They still may say it, but I'm still going to be that friend and stay strong in what I know and what I believe because I've had it happen. I felt like I wanted to give up years ago. I did. I took medicine. God didn't let it happen. So guess what? I had to live, you know. Um, but we get to that point where you just feel like you're just tired, you, you're frustrated. And if you don't have nobody around you to strengthen you, to speak life into you, to right. give you positive awareness, if you don't have that, then yeah, that can happen because you have thought it out and you did what you did to do it. Um, but if you got somebody that's around you that can speak something to help turn that whole spirit thing, because it's what that's what it really is, it's a spirit. Um it's so well, um, uh, gratitude. It's just gratitude because I love it. Every time my, I have a good friend that always tells me that he, he's not going to be here tomorrow. I'm not gonna be here tomorrow. I'm like, where are you going? 
oh, I'm, I'm leaving this world. I'm gone. I was like, no, you're not. And I just get straight down with him and tell him, no, you're going to live. And then he st- get loud and start cussing. I said, I don't care. I said, you're going to live. I'm not going to let you go out like that. It ain't going to happen. You know, and that's what we have to do. You know, the word say, am I my brother's keeper? Okay, yeah, I am. Because I want to make sure that you're going to make it. Now, I'm not the one that's going to make it, make you make it. But if I can put that foundation and those tools in you, strengthen your heart, strengthen your mind, give you something better to think about, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as your sister. Yeah, I think it's dope that you said, you know, you speak life into them because like literally with my business is it it was just me for a moment, you know, until I started reaching out to people like, hey, I need y'all help. Like, I can't do this by myself, you know, and like. Time to tell everybody just in case people just tune in about your business. Oh, yeah. I I have a business called Check Rock and, you know, it's to raise awareness and prevention from mental health, suicide and bullying. And, you know, with all those things, they all like go together because, you know, people be dealing with stuff with mental health and then they want to commit suicide. People Mm -hmm. are being bullied and then they want to commit suicide. You know, and I, I have friends that have completed suicide. I have friends whose parents have done it. Like, you know, it's it, it is a very different type of grief from a person just passing naturally. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, I can sit here and say that I have not fully grieved all my lost ones, you know, to that disease, um, because I don't know how. And that's why I created Check Rock. So that way I can try to help people and help myself as well, you know, get through it. And all I do is exactly what you say. I speak life. People come to me saying, you know, I'm done with this. I'm fed up. I can't take it no more. And it's like, you know, I just let them know how much, you know, they mean to me and everybody else that's still here, you know, that, you know, if they were gone, how different things would be, how hurt people would be, you know, and I mean, that's all I know. Like, I'm not a licensed therapist. Like, I don't I don't know anything, you know, professional to tell you besides what I learned in school with my psychology degree or whatever the case may be. But even with all those medical terms and everything anyway it ain't gonna help like it's the real it's the real raw truth and love that people really need to feel and hear Mm -hmm. you know when they're when they're in that place because that's the only thing the only thing that can get through that darkness is the light that god put in all of us Mm -hmm. and we shine right through we shine right through and like you know it was a couple people that i really wish that if I, I had just taken the time to pay attention, you know, like literally seeing people the day before they complete suicide, literally watching my my friends who's like a sister to me. I was watching her kids that whole summer. And then that winter she took her life. Like, mm. it, what did I miss? What did I miss? Like, you know, and I know it's just questions that everybody have. And, you know, it's it's nothing that you can put an answer to. But mm-hmm. the the only answer and solution that we do have is that we just continue to be there for those people, continue to be there for each other and like try to do whatever we can while they still here. Because, you know, when they gone, then we just still sitting here like, dang, what if I could have did more? You know, it's, it's just crazy. And. and- 
I, I just wanted to kind of put it in the scripture and a scriptural aspect to help somebody because it helped me reading the scripture. So I'm going to just hopefully this helps somebody that's listening. It's just First Corinthians 10 and 13 where it says, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you could bear. But when you are tempted, he also provides a way out so that mm-hmm. you can endure it. So that God will make a way out for you. God will send that ram in the bush, that angel towards you to be able to help you. And that's the things like what she was saying is that will kind of give you that wake up, like, wait a minute. And I, I definitely, you know, with going on this topic, I definitely have to put this out here with um, the National Suicide Prevention Helpline um, Lifeline where it says it's um, it's 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's uh, 1-800-273-8255. If somebody you know or someone, if, if it's you and you're dealing with it, I first of all, I'm going to tell you, I love you enough to say you're worth more. You are more. You are wonderfully and beautifully made. There's nothing wrong with you despite what you might have heard. Mm-hmm. And I want you to live. If nobody, if you never heard your mama say it, if you never heard your spouse say it, if you never heard your friend say, it, I want you to live because it's you're worth it. You are worth it. Yeah. And if and if you need to talk to somebody and you can't get to somebody, 1-800-273-8255, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, they, they have a Spanish line, an English line available 24-7. So even when you can't get to that person, you have somebody as a way of escape to talk to and mm-hmm. get help and have somebody there with you to be able to, to, to speak with you so that you don't feel so alone, so that you don't feel like this this holiday season has been rough because we just went through a pandemic and so many of our loved ones that we hardly got to grieve and got to, you know, lay to rest and, and all these situations that you went through. Guess what? You're not the only one, yeah. but you're worth to live. Guess what? Can I tell you, uh, tell you something that could encourage you tonight? Keep living for the ones you lost. Because that's how their spirit lives on the things that they instilled in you, the the things that they the, your memories together, the things that you and that person did that you miss. They will be saddened for you to end your life when they wanted you to live your life. Mm. Go forward, push forward. I know it's hard. It's not going to be easy. It's not an early. It's not a. It's, I guess you could say it's not a. Uh, a, a one and done thing, but you have to get to a point this holiday season with all of the things I know you're going to see Facebook and Instagram or people with their families and, and all this stuff. And, and don't do the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Appreciate what you do have. Exactly. Yep. Appreciate the people that love you. Appreciate they might not be blood, but guess what? You got family somewhere. You got friends as, as close as family. That's your family. Hold and even if you don't have that, love you. Amen. Love you because the most important of anything is you. Really, seriously. At the bottom, at the end of the day, it's really you. And you got to learn how to love you, how to make you happy, how to make you enjoy life, how to make you rise above whatever's going on. It's about you. Everything else is secondary. Because if you don't do for you, won't nobody else do it. That's for sure. Amen. But you got to love yourself. 
more than you love anything else. And, and like I always say, it's not facetious. It's not being selfish, but it's being self-full. And I'd rather be self-full of the love of God that he has placed in me than anything else. And so once I know I have that, then I know that I am taking and doing for me. And it doesn't, ma it doesn't matter about anything else. I mean, you know, we're going to have a downtime. Like, there's nobody not going through anything or not perfect, but everybody goes through a downtime moment. Everybody does. I mean, you, if you say you don't, something wrong. Because <laughs> just, just be real. But everybody goes through that. But the thing of it is, is how do you handle it? And mm -hmm. how do you come out of it? That's right. the whole two pieces. How do you deal with it and how you come out? Because the main thing that your focus should be on, you want to come out. And you're going to come out. And so what I love doing, I love just looking at my own self in the mirror. And when I look at my eyes, I'm looking deep into my soul and I'm speaking to self and I'm telling self that, hey, you can make it. Hey, this day is going to be great. Hey, all that you have been doing, all the things that you've been asking, it's going to come. It's going to come right on time. It may not be now, but it's going to happen. When you can say those things, affirmations and all that kind of stuff, you are encouraging not just yourself, but your inner self. Because what's on the inside works on the outside. So you got to think about those things on how to be a better you. That's the whole, whole uh, what they said, whole prescription. You got to be a better you. That's it. Write it down. Say, I'm a better me. I got to be a better me every day that you live and every day that God allows you to open up your eyes and you have breath of life and you have the strength of all in your body, be a better you. And I just challenge everybody tonight as we closed tonight, I just challenge everybody under the sound of my voice to be able to reach out to somebody. You don't got to reach out to everybody, but reach out to somebody. You got a family member that you ain't talked to in a minute. You have a friend that you haven't talked to. Reach out to them. Make sure they're good. It's simple. It takes about five to 10 minutes of your time, but it is something that is precious to that other person to know that you didn't call me to want something. You didn't call me just because you, you know, you, you were told to, you called me cause you cared. Mm -hmm. And this holiday season, you don't know what people are going through. You never know what life you might affect by just simply caring and reaching out to somebody to make sure that they are okay. So I, I definitely challenge everybody to do that. This is, a, you know, this is Anointed Radio. I'm ending it different than like normal. Um, I think I'm going to pray. Actually, I want Dr. Clay to pray. You know, I prayed in. I, I definitely would love for Dr. Clay to pray. And we're definitely going to be praying for people to, to be able to put pride aside and to truly be able to reach out to somebody genuinely and care about their well-being and and to be able to to mend those relationships to really um start speaking with speaking life over themselves you know and 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 if you're going through loneliness and having suicidal thoughts i challenge you right there to simply do what dr clay said for 30 days go in the mirror and say i love myself i'm worth more i know that I can make it. Those three things. And watch on the 30th day how much of a difference you'll feel because you actually faced yourself and you spoke life and manifest life over yourself enough to be able to say, I am somebody. So Dr. Clay, go ahead and, and, and lead us out in prayer. Sure. 
Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for this moment, this time. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, God, that we that are on here, God, representing Anointed Radio, Father, um, giving out truth and speaking well of uh, to help someone to um, to strengthen someone to let somebody know that you know it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to lean and depend upon you God more than anything else so that you can lead and guide them and direct their path God we know suicide is 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 prevalent we know that loneliness is prevalent we know that all these things are prevalent God um, and we know that it can can overtake and it can consume. But Father, we know that you're well able to take care of your people, God. You said you have no intent for us. You don't want to harm us, God, but you want us to succeed. You got the plans for us. You know our future, God. And so, God, I'm asking for those that are dealing with in this season, in this time right now, the loneliness and, and the hurt, the pain of wanting to give up and wanting to throw in the towel and wanting to end their lives, God. We pray, God, right now that you would just turn that situation around and we pray that you will lift them up, God, out of the despair that they're in. And God, I pray that you will lift them out of the hurt and pain that they're feeling, God, and that you will replace it with your peace, God. You will replace it with your joy, God. You will replace it with your comfort of their hearts, God. And God, and I pray now that you will put a hedge of protection all around them, God, and, 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 and your angels protected around them, God, in the name of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus cover them, God. And God, not only that the Jews just hide them in your bosom, God, so that the enemy's hand will not touch them anymore, God. God, I pray right now that you will shine a light upon them, God, and that they will see you, God, and want to hold on just a little while longer and be strong and be strengthened in their faith, God, in their walk, God. God, I pray that they will get around good people, around positive people, around those that can that can encourage them and lift them up, God. God, I pray right now now that you would do something great in their lives. Even those that may be even going through it now, God, I pray a supernatural turnaround right now. God, turn it around even now, speedily right now, suddenly right now. Release them from the cares in the hands of the enemy that is trying to snatch them out in the name of Jesus, God. We know that you can do all things and we believe it to be so. And so, God, I seal this prayer with just a praise and a thank you, God, and believing that all things are working out for their good God and that honey and, and God there'll be testimonies coming forth God to tell of your goodness God and it will help somebody else to hold on God to just know that they're gonna get through this situation there's nothing too hard for you that you cannot handle father so we love you and we pray that this goes out to the many, many millions of people that it will help somebody, God, even if it's nothing but that one. We're not thinking about the 99. We're looking at that one, God, that the life will be changed changed and turned around. And they'll come back and say, thank you, God, for restoring them, for renewing them, and God replenishing them. And we believe it to be done. We declare it. We decree it to be so. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Can't hear you. Amen. Amen. And with that being said, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel. Follow us on podcast, all podcast platforms as Anointed Radio Show. And much love to everybody. Happy holidays. And just know that 
you are loved and somebody cares for you. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Peace out. Peace. Thank you.